Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Conrad, and this show is where we hear the real stories from real people changing the world. From everyday people to the top celebrities, all the conversations are real, raw, and always unscripted. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get to today's guest. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One. And um, uh, as I just said offline, uh, there are, and, and people have probably heard me say this a few times now, but there's, a, there's, there's some requests that you send out every now and then. And when they come back with a yes, I'll be on, you kind of do this little, at least I do, there's a little unscripted dance that I might do around the kitchen, kitchen uh, with the family. So uh, today's one of those days. So let me, let me let my guest introduce himself. And we got a lot to cover today. There's a lot of yeah. fun and some, some great stuff to talk about. So let me let my guest introduce himself and we'll go from there. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. My name is Doug Bender. And uh, yeah, I'm honored to be considered your uh, Hail Mary. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty exciting. Uh, I, I was excited to see your name come through. We connected. Um, I was trying to think how far back it was, but it was quite a few years. You helped with the launch of one of my earlier books and did do some blogging stuff. So uh, it was good to see an old name come through. I was like, hey, I know that that name. And that's, that's right. So I'm excited we got the chat. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have, uh, just tell us a little bit about you and your family, where are you guys living and, and yeah. all that. We're up in the Pittsburgh area and uh, my wife is from this area. We um, lived in Dallas for about a decade and uh, that's actually where we ran into the ministry uh, we work with and called I Am Second. Been doing that for really since they started, uh, geez, back in 2008 and um, yeah, we our, our mission is pretty simple. We're trying to get out there and inspire people to live second, put Jesus first in their lives. We play that out in our own backyard up here in Pittsburgh. We've started uh, a little church about, uh, about almost two years ago now, um, helping people uh, live that mission out right here in their own backyards. Um, but now, and I get to do it with some writing too. So I got a book coming out called I Found Love, where we're going to teach people and show people the power of of God when he comes into our relationships. Um, and uh, yeah, so we've got a few few things going on, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the rundown. Yeah, you, you do have a lot going on and you've had a lot going on. And so we, we have a lot to cover, as I said. Um, at, first of all, I, so I'm from Cleveland and you know, you got the Cleveland Pittsburgh thing, but I'm gonna tell you right you now, go. I was never a Pittsburgh fan growing up. I, I honestly, the traffic, every time I go into Pittsburgh, I get stuck yeah. in traffic. And, well, and not just, everybody can be cool. That's all right. <laughs> I don't know how to drive or something, <laughs> apparently, but I, I, my point was, and there's, there is a compliment coming. I love that city. Don't, don't tell anybody from Cleveland, but I, and I love Cleveland. I really do. It's, <laughs> I do love Cleveland, as people know, but I'm telling you, I love Pittsburgh. They've done it's some cool amazing, area. what an incredible city that they've done with downtown. Just a great city. So yeah. uh, I love me some Pittsburgh. I really do. I love great night, you know, great nightlife downtown, just a great place sure to is. go and, and have a meal in the summer. Just awesome. So yeah, downtown. I didn't say it right. I, now there I have you, to there you go. It. You got it. I heard that. All yeah. Right. My brother has even got a coffee shop downtown, creative coffee. If you ever get downtown, you have to check out his coffee. It's good stuff. It's funny. I feel like I've heard that. I've heard of that before. Honestly, yeah, I really do think really I've heard of stuff. Creative Coffee in downtown Pittsburgh. So, <laughs> anyway, man, let's. So you you mentioned it. Let's get started with. Let's start there because that was our connecting point. Was um, I am second, and as you said, it's been it's been a few years. Obviously, it's you know I don't even know I, don't, I am second. It's got to think it's been at least maybe a decade, right? It's been it, a while. It has. You know, it, the funny story how how it started is it was really meant to be a, a rather local um, thing in in Dallas. Um, a number of people got together and said, you know, we've we need to tell people here in in our own city that that Jesus is awesome. He's first, and he's changed our lives. Um, and so uh, that first early campaign is really meant to be a local thing. We put a bunch of billboards, a website. And we had some local celebrities, but turns out local celebrities can also be rather, the internet's big these days. So, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you realize as we, as we got going that when you put uh, uh, some, some folks on the internet and these, these videos of, or films of people just sharing their story of how Jesus just radically changed them, um, that uh, people really connected with that. Yeah. And um, that little local outreach that we were aiming for ended up going worldwide pretty quickly. Um, and it's been, uh, you know, we, we had some local expressions over the years, a number of different cities, Nashville, a couple of places in 
Florida, and uh, but now it's 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 pretty well well known around the internet, especially uh, just people uh, really simple telling their stories um, on how Jesus became first in their life and what happened when he did that because inevitably um, Jesus really changes lives and mm-hmm. um, and and we really aim for folks that perhaps um, haven't quite uh, connected with perhaps a traditional church situation. Um, they may be uh, spiritually curious or interested in, in Jesus, but haven't really found a place to pursue some of those questions. Um, and so we try to meet them, uh, really starting with uh, some of their heroes, some of their famous folks that are watching TV or in sports uh, or in media, various places that they might recognize and say, hey, here's a story you should really listen to. Incredible. And and it's funny because I think, you know, the jelly bracelets, I think it was started by Lance Armstrong, right? So he, he started uh-huh. the whole jelly bracelet, yellow, you know, live strong. Yeah. And, and before you knew it, everybody had a jelly bracelet, but there was one that started to catch everybody's eye. And it was this black one because everybody had the yellow, right? And then, then all of a sudden people had a black one and it had white writing on it. And it said, I am second. And honestly, you know, we could probably do a whole segment on guerrilla marketing because yeah. <laughs> I, I would be amazed to find out, and I'm sure there's some statistics somewhere that somebody and maybe even your team knows how many people came to that website because they saw the bracelet and i'm pretty sure not a sunday or a sports event goes by where they don't you don't see a player what i don't know and i don't know about hockey because they have gloves on but (laughs) basketball right Uh, i'm sure baseball you see i am second everywhere as you said it's a is i is it okay to call it a movement like it it's yeah me, it i mean like that's a movement. really the word that we we end up uh, we're trying to figure out how do you how do we name this thing what right. is this thing and movement really was the thing that uh, i think has captured us i mean just uh what was it it was last month i was on an airplane i, I know we don't there's not you don't get on airplanes much anymore but i was on an airplane <laughs> and I, I gave my ticket to the the lady as i was as i was about to walk through and i as i you know, as she scanned my ticket, I saw, sure enough, she had nine second wristband. I said, oh, ah, and I'm, I'm trying, there's a big line, line behind you. So I'm trying to move forward. But I was like, you know, I, I write for them. I, I, I know I am second. And yeah, I was funny. And I, I could tell it didn't quite connect. Like, what do you mean you write for them? And then as I was like 20 feet down the, 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 the ramp there, I see her head pop in. She goes, Oh, that's cool. Like it finally hit her like, Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. <right>. That's awesome. <laughs> Somebody else. But well, yeah, you mentioned hockey. Know, like we even got, uh, Mike Go Fisher. Ahead. Are you familiar with, are you a hockey fan? Mike Fisher played a long time for Predators. Go. So I'm, I'm familiar with his book. wife. I know okay. who his wife is. <laughs> Most of us are a good Carrie Underwood <laughs> reference there. Right. So, uh, Yes, uh, Mike Fisher, Carrie Underwood, they're actually in our book as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we even we even got into the hockey realm. So that was exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. The the breadth of guests um, and, and we'll we'll transition to the book because I know we really want to camp out on the new book because I, I spent a little time with it uh, myself and it's it's awesome. I really want to camp out there, but I really want people to understand the build up to that and, and where, you know, where where you've kind of where we connected what I am second is I actually was talking to a friend just before hopping on here and he, he wanted to call me and I'm like, I can't, I got it. I'm doing this thing with, with, I am second. And he's like, what's I am second. And it was funny because I was thinking, well, you know, it's, so there you go. That's, that's just another example of what I really love about I am second is um, how you've diffused the, um, you know, we all, we've all been around church or, some of us never, some of us, the rest, our whole lives, right? Or our whole lives. Sure. So the mix. at some point, there's that awkward moment where you have that invitation or, or you want to introduce someone to church or Jesus or God or faith or whatever, whatever it might be. There's always this kind of awkward moment, like, Hey man, you want to come to church with me on Sunday or, you know, and, 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 and you never know what their history was and what right. that does to them when that question is asked. Well, I am second diffuses that. Because you guys have had everybody from the lead singer of Corn to uh, baseball players, as you said, Carrie Underwood and her husband. Um, you you uh, the the is it the the um, Gaines? What, yeah, what is- Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah, right. I mean, TV celebrities, um, writers, you movie star. You had Bethany Hamilton. I could just get on the list. I mean, there's a hundred plus films, right? There's a ton of films. Yeah across all genres so there's probably someone in there there's a film in there that i could send to a friend and that that wherever they are whether it's 
a country music fan, a hockey fan, as you said, a baseball fan, um, you name it. I could send a film to someone or a link and say, hey, you know how much you love Carrie Underwood? Check this out, right? That, that diffuses yeah. the awkwardness of the moment and lets them know to me, and this is just my, my perception of, of why it's been so successful. It diffuses it for someone who has zero or they've been hurt. And that's what I want to transition to because yeah. I think that's where your book really hits. But um, yeah, I, I'm glad you say all that because honestly, that that's really our goal. Uh, yeah. We, um, you know, we all have friends in our lives. I'm, I'm one of them where we, uh, they're not really in, in church, not really in a place where like, they're they're getting exposed to some of that thing like like the bible and jesus but when you talk to them you you sense this openness and you wish you had something to bridge that gap yep and um and that's exactly what we've aimed to be to to bridge that gap um uh, another way of, of uh sometimes how i phrase it is that we we're, we aim to be unchurched safe yes. so you got an unchurched friend someone's not really into that that don't necessarily even know that vocabulary you, 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 of course, you know, if you go to church, you want them there too. Right. But what if you're, what if they're not? Um, and you wonder like, okay, if I bring them this Sunday, is this a safe Sunday? Like what's the sermon? What songs are they going to sing? Yep. Am I right. my friend out? Right. Right. You run through that. Um, and, um, and we, we were very much aimed at being, uh, something you could safely share with your friend to really bridge that gap or a family member. Um, and yeah, those films have been a very broad, section of of all sorts of backgrounds so yeah i think my last our last count i think we're approaching 150 films wow um so in some of them we got full-length documentaries now as well um so we even got some variety in there but there there was a film on there that your friend your family member your neighbor is going to want to watch and 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 really start that conversation yep. you know when we sell our clothing like this is one of our jackets it awesome. comes with a tag and it says, um, caution, um, may spark conversation. Yep, and I remember. That, that's our goal. We're trying to get you, we're trying to give you a tool that says, hey, here's a way to, to bridge that gap. So I'm, I'm excited you, you, you've seen that be on the other side of things. That's been our aim. And for anyone that's a believer that buys the merch, because I, I bought, I, I had a t-shirt, I have, have a t-shirt, I'm not sure if it's after COVID, but um, I do have, a, I have the t-shirt, <laughs> right. you know, the iconic, just black, white letter, I mean, just so simple. I love, that's why too, is I love the chair, the background, everything's simple. Um, yeah. and, and so it doesn't distract from the message, right? That's what's so cool about it. And, um, and I do remember that. And I remember getting it and thinking, oh boy, you're in it now, just like the lady at the airport. Somebody's yeah. going to say something. You better be prepared to have an answer. And I think that's even in the Bible. Yeah. There's a scripture that right. says always be prepared, right? To have well, it's funny. It really does. Like when you when you wear something that says, I am second in big who's letters. First? Right. That's the question. They're always going to say, well, hey, who's first? And right. you have no idea who this person is half the time, but they're yep. going to ask you. And that's, you know, it's T-ball at that point. They've literally right. said, okay, you can tell me about Jesus now, right there. Yeah. Yeah, right? it's it's a beautiful setup. So it is. You guys did a fantastic job with it. And I don't know if it was even as intentional as it had become. But if it is, congratulations, because it, it really is. It's a conversation starter. And then you've backed it up with resources that are awesome. So I didn't want to I don't want to spend too much time on I am second. But I did want people to know where our connecting point was and let you know, thank you. Because um, as you said, a few years ago, you posted one of my posts and it was it was uh i think it was called the end of innocence and it was mm. in reference to miley cyrus and how people were just trashing her after the vma awards i believe it was where she yeah kind of full of herself but at the end of the day what i said is she just did it publicly but we've all done the same thing and yep. i think that was the gist of the blog post but um, yeah. i was so honored to even be attached to your website it was honestly just an incredible honor for me um that that something that i would write would would hit your website but um mm. So I've, yeah, I've always... I remember that post. It was a fun post to do. We did a we 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 periodically like to dive into some of the music folks and that aren't necessarily you know out there talking about Jesus. But you know what? It's real life. And hey, we're all listening to that music, so let's talk about it. Yeah, and uh, hopefully someday you get Miley on. There you go. <laughs> so, That'd be fun. <laughs> all right, so let's transition, man. You've got not just one. Let's before we get to the latest one because that's yeah. really where I do want to spend my time. 
Um, you've got a, several books. So let's talk about all of them first. I have one right in front of me because this was back when they still did hard copies. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have the iconic book. If anybody yeah. watching on or anybody listening, I've, I'm holding up a book from I Am Second called I Am Second. And uh, anybody watching, you see it, the, 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 the chair, the simple writing. Um, it's but incredible book. And what I loved about this book, and I haven't seen this in a lot, and I haven't bought a lot of books lately, but one of my favorite things in this book was the way that there was a QR code at the end of every mm -hmm. chapter, or I think at the end of every section, where you yeah. could scan it and go to the video for people that you had just read about, which was really awesome. You guys really just did everything right on that. But that so that was was that your first book, Doug? Yeah, that was our first book. I co-wrote that with Dave Starrett. I'm a great guy. And yeah, we it was really our headliner book of, of here are some of our, at that time, it was back in 2012. So we're only a few years old at that point. We said, here are some of our headliner stories, some of those key stories everybody really gravitates towards. And we put them in a narrative form. So um, it's not like in a first person where like, here's the transcript of the film. It's like, you know, it tells the story like you might expect in a book. But yeah, like you said, the cool thing is if you love that story, you want to hear that person themselves tell you their story in their own words, you can literally go watch the video. It's, it's yep. up there. And, um, and that's true for uh, all of our books um, that we've, we've been able to do. Uh, you can read it in the narrative form. That's some people, that's really how they like to consume content. But um, you can also just go watch their own story. And you, know, you get it shorter when you watch them tell it because, you know, nobody wants to watch a the full 45 minute un, unedited um, interview or so, but uh, um, we, we pare it down to about seven or eight minutes. And they're always great. I mean, they're just, they're powerful. Some of it, they're just amazing. Like if anyone that's listening to this has never visited imsecond.com, go to imsecond.com and spend some time or even YouTube. I think you can probably get there. Just go to YouTube yep. and type in I am second. You'll find some videos that will really, really, just they're amazing you guys just have an incredible creative team for sure yeah yep. well and then we followed up that book the, the question we want to answer after that book was okay if you've been inspired by some of these stories and you say man i i want this life that they're talking about yeah i want i want that experience um we the next thing we wanted to put out was uh we wanted to say well here's here's some step by steps here's how you can do that um so we created a, a what we call a daily reader in christian circles we might call that a devotional Mm -hmm. But it's basically you, you read a page a day um, and it walks you through uh, and it's called live second 365 yep. ways to make Jesus first. Yep. So it's like a whole year, just page at a time. And we put in some of our films and some of the key Bible quotes and stuff that inspired some of these films. And we just said, hey, if the if this life that you're getting exposed to is inspiring to you, here's how you can do it. It's 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 step by step. And I'm 99.9% .9 sure now that you say that, and this is welcome to unscripted because I'm pretty sure it's on that bookshelf back there. <laughs> so it's, it's over here, but I, I yeah. have that one as well. And it was awesome. Just another yeah. great resource um, that you guys have continued to provide. And I remember one point, I want to say you had some downloadable PDF devotionals because my son, when he was young, he was in nurse, not nursery. He was in grade school. Yeah. And um, we, we actually, printed all those off and he and I started walking through and doing some of those devotionals and he was almost too young at the time because sure. some of the content not that it was adult content but he just didn't understand he hadn't grasped it yeah. yet uh, I'd love to actually go back and do it with him now that he's you know in college but um, yeah in fact we we still have yeah we still do that uh, get it free free stuff um, on our website you find it under the live second section yeah it's 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 aimed for either uh, an individual you can do it but also with a small group um, I'm currently working on another one uh, um, called Who Am I? And it will be a, a study into identity and like who we are in Jesus and if uh, how, how does God rewrite our stories? Um, so, yeah, so it's all free stuff. Um, basically, if we can get it to you free, we do. So our films can get it to you free. If you want a printed book, you got to, well, it costs us money to print. So you got to go buy that T-shirt, same thing. But yeah, we get a lot of that free download stuff and it's super helpful for folks. It, it is great. And so, uh, and I think you had at least one more book, right? You had, um, is it yeah. I Found Love? Is that what it's called? It was no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, last year was I Choose Peace. I Choose Peace. All right. And then we'll get to I, I Choose Peace. Love, but I Choose Peace, right? Um, yep. And, um, and really, it was interesting. That book landed um, just like a, a month or two before COVID hit. 
Um, and so just as everybody's lives were being turned upside down and they're still all upside down right now and now spinning in various directions, um, uh, this book called I Choose Peace comes out. Um, and really it, it was, again, same basic idea as the first of telling the stories, but this one was really themed and had some more direct uh, content aimed at helping uh, someone discover peace and really not just discover it, but choose it for their life. Because that's one thing about peace is that it's kind of like when you when you need to forgive somebody, like you can forgive them today and then tomorrow you realize I got to forgive them again because mm -hmm. I took it back. Right. And I didn't realize it and you have to keep forgiving. And yeah. peace is like that. You can choose peace, but then you have to kind of keep choosing it. Um, mm. And so this book kind of walks you through that. Um, but not so much like a sermon would, you know, it's not like here's a book and it's going to tell you, uh, you know, all the sermon notes about peace. It's, it's going to tell it to you via people's stories and how yeah. they walk through that perfect segue so and i'm gonna have all the links to all these things that we're talking about in this post and uh, available for everyone but perfect segue to your latest book which is where i really want to really want to talk about um and that is i found love right yeah i found love and that's going to be available in january correct yep january 12th is when it hits stores everywhere um yeah it'll have um uh, 15 different stories of people from all walks of life. You got uh, uh, folks on the radio, TV, music. Um, you got an MMA fighter, Chad Robichaw. Um, you've got, uh, like you mentioned before, we got um, Mike Fisher of the Predators and his wife, Carrie Underwood, is in there. Um, many others. Um, but yeah, these are folks telling their stories and how, how they found love when God found them. And so there was a quote, and I, I reviewed some of the book last night. Unfortunately, I'll be so transparency. I didn't get through the whole thing, um, but I, I did. I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I did review a lot. I really did try to cram for this test today, <laughs> but no, I, I loved every minute of it. And, and honestly, I didn't get past the intro before something like knocked me sideways. And I had to write it in my own handwriting. So I'm going to try and read this quote that was in there, uh, but it is my own handwriting. So, <laughs> but all right. So it said 35% of the people you're liking online feel just as unliked or lonely as you. Fewer than one in 10 claims to have had a meaningful conversation recently with people they live close to, closest to, I'm sorry, the people they live closest to. Mm. One in three struggles with anxiety and worry. If you're one of those people, then the stories of hope, love, and belonging are for you. Man, as soon as that hit me, I thought, welcome to 2020. Yeah. I, right. So let me ask you this. Did you write this pre-COVID or were you writing this in the midst of COVID? Well, that's a, that's a funny thing how God works sometimes is he, he knows what the plan is, but we don't always. And um, yeah, so this, this book was completed um, way before COVID. Um, so, uh, we did a few touch-ups and edits into the spring, early summer, but the bulk of this book, I turned into editors in January. Wow. So COVID was this little news article on the 16th page yep. about something in China at that point. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we, this wasn't written with that in mind, but you see how sometimes God, God kind of had that in plan. He knew people were going to need this message right about now. Um, and especially even, even when I was getting to winter, I know our area is shutting down again and, and, yep. and others, I got myself under quarantine right now, even just, uh, uh, just cause it's so easy to, to be exposed now to somebody that, that has it, but it's a message people need. I mean, you need it now, but in uh, the biggest thing that line really communicates to me and something I, I picked up just as I was, you know, preparing to write this book was people are lonely. It's just a, it's. Yes. And when you feel lonely, part of that feeling is you feel like you're the only one that's alone. That's right. why you feel lonely sometimes. And sometimes it can be a relief, a, a source of hope, just to know you're not the only one, that others are also feeling that way. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, that's how we, I, I wanted to, to start that book off is, is basically to say, hey, you're not alone. Yep. Um, and you're about to jump into this book with all these stories of people who have been there, the details are different, their story's a little bit different in the context and all that, but at heart, at the base of it, it's really, these are these are stories we can all relate to because hope and loneliness and anxiety, these are all things all of us are working through. 
Yeah. And that's when I saw that. That's why I was so curious. When did you write it? Because that's actually fascinating. If you think about it, that, um, that God knew, as you said, what was coming and, and has prepared some resources, because I believe I say this on every possible podcast, I'm worried about the mental health and wellness of my adults, but I'm also worried about our kids. And what, what a, what a message for such a time as this. And I actually just posted one from another book that, uh, that was talking about the eight ways to, um, you know, get through adversity. And, mm. and it's funny how even these are coming to this podcast right now. And I don't know how many people yeah. listen to this, but I think the message is clear. And we all are aware that mental, mental health COVID is obviously devastating, but yeah. mental health and wellness are, are probably going to be the next big story. And they already sure are. are. I think we're seeing that. And so a book that, that helps people not feel, if anything, and actually my pastor on Sunday did a sermon on isolation. Mm. What, what is, you know, and how, what that does to us, we weren't built for this. We weren't meant for this. We're meant for community. And the one thing that's been taken away from us is community. We can't get together. We can't get together with our family on a holiday. Right. And, and so we're all, there's a vacuum, there's a void. There's a, there's a hole that, that can't be filled right now by the one thing that we're really you know, built for, and that is for, for each other, for people, we can't even shake a hand, you know, yeah, crazy. It's a wild so, feeling. yeah. And, and love, right. I mean, we have, so you're with, you better love the five people, four people, two people, whatever it is that you're quarantined with, or you're in the house with you, you better, but um, there's a lot of really powerful stories in there. Really, really. And as you said, it's not just, you know, two people that found love. It's not, it's not all versions of the bachelor or bachelorette, right? right? It's, uh, right. it's, it's very wide and there's multiple sections. Do you, and I apologize because I don't have the physical copy in front of me. I just had the digital one uh, and it was a preview. What, what are the, the sections? Because yeah. they are different. Yeah, it's funny. I, I don't yet have a physical copy myself. So they're still printing it. <laughs> okay, but, I don't uh, feel I'm alone then. I'm expecting that soon. Um, yeah, so we started off uh, on the, the, the topic of it's, uh, in search of love is the first section. And that's where we really hit on issues of family, of romance, of dating and marriage, parents and child, uh, those kind of relationships. Um, uh, funny enough, we actually do have a, a bachelor story in there, a guy named Sean Lowe. Some of you yep. may know that name. Um, one of my favorite stories in that section is actually the first story in the book is uh, from David and Tamala Mann. Really famous in certain circles and not so in others, but they, uh, if you're a Tyler Perry movie fan, um, you know exactly who they are. Um, but they, had, they just came from a really rough background um, and uh, David in particular just struggled a lot with anger. Um, he experienced, uh, witnessed a lot of um, abuse in his family. Um, and he kind of grew up just, his experience with men was that men beat my mom up. Mm. And so he just grew up with that in him. Um, and it really came to, um, came to a point at one point, he was asked to speak at this uh, event. Um, it turns out it was a, like a men's breakfast event. Right. And, um, right. <laughs> and so, you know, he did his thing and got prepared and had his little lesson ready and he got up to speak and he just felt like God was moving him to confess. Mm. And um, it was just one of those things where God said, I've got bigger plans for, for than, than what you're currently doing. And I, and it's going to involve you having some relationships with men, which right now you're incapable of. So you need to make that right and start confessing. Wow. So he gets up in front of this whole uh, this whole room full of men, and instead of giving the lesson he was, you know, asked to come and give, he tells them how much he hates him and how angry he is at him. And he did it not because he, you know, was trying to be hateful, but he's saying, "I'm I'm dealing with this. Yeah, I have this anger, this bitterness from my childhood." And he he said um, he said it this way. He goes, "There's something that God just broke it off on me mm. that day." that there's this, this bitterness that he just broke right off because yeah. I was able to confess. And, and, and so anything dealing with your family or, or relationships, there's a lot of stories. His is one of my favorite in there. And he kind of walks you through how God did that and how it really led up to that moment. But those are the kind of stories we have. That's the yeah. first section. Excellent. And, and then I, you know, I, I went on a little further, obviously, 
you know, Carrie Underwood, I mean, everybody knows Carrie Underwood from whether oh, yeah. you're a country music fan, uh, you know, Jesus Take the Wheel, you name it, American Idol. I mean, she's just very broad. And unfortunately, I'm not a hockey guy, so I don't I don't know her husband as well. And yeah. I don't even know Carrie, but we know of <laughs> Carrie, right? Everybody knows right. her. So to have their story be in there was was incredible, right? Just to have yeah. them be that vulnerable. That's the amazing thing is that people that are in the public eye, I don't think are quick to be vulnerable and really tell a story like they tell in this book. Is that fair? Right, and, and it is fair. And, and part of it is just how quick some folks can be at, at judging a person's weakness. But, um, and that's one of the things, uh, revealing a person's weakness is one of the things we just, it's, it, we try to normalize that in, in these stories. Um, you know, there's stories in our second section called In Search of Belonging. Um, and one of the things their story in particular walks us through is they, they really struggle to feel, um, you know, this idea that they, that they belong in particular, uh, that their family life was something belonged in God's plans, right? Um, in, in particular, Mike and Carrie were talking about um, uh, how Carrie had had a number of uh, miscarriages. And, um, you know, I, that's something my wife and I, we've had to go through ourselves, and it's a, it can be a very devastating, and you feel alone. Mm -hmm. um, you feel like, man, I, I thought me and God were okay, but yeah. maybe we're not. Because what's up with this? Yeah, and, and that's very much kind of the story they work through. Um, which, yeah, it was a very revealing story that uh, Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood got to share with us. Um, that's in this book, um, and the chapter is called uh, uh, "Valleys Wrestling with Loss." Um, just because um, the beautiful thing is that that we still belong with God even when loss comes in. And what their story will tell you that. It's in those moments of loss that we often find the deepest belonging because, because that is when we tend to be the most vulnerable with God and he back with us. Right. Um, and I know that's something I, my wife and I have experienced uh, firsthand, um, but uh, they did as well. Um, so, yeah, that's a part of their story. Um, they don't always talk about uh, in public, but uh, it was great to be able to, to share that um, and be a part of sharing that story for them. And your stories are powerful too. You were a two-time I am second chair guy, right? Yeah, I've been in a couple couple seats. <laughs> uh, my first one, um, I really kind of told the story of uh, I grew up in church a lot, and um, but I, you know, so I, I knew God existed and I believed in Jesus. I knew He died on the cross for our sins and that He loved the world. I knew all that. The thing I I I wasn't entirely sure on was does he like me though mm. like i knew he loved the world and he cared about the world but i guess that and i'm not sure i even could put it into words then but the thought that would run into my head was does he care about my life does he love me like in particular right. or is it just like a generalized love that he has mm -hmm. um yeah and that first time i sat down in the chair i i i shared the moment i i realized he cared and it was a silly little moment but it was an important moment for me yeah uh, it boiled down to this little birthday party when I was 16 years old. I, I was kind of a lonely kid, um, you know, talking about belonging. I, I didn't feel like I belonged and uh, got picked on a bit. Um, and I, my prayer, I mean, just for years, God, I just need, I just want one friend. That's mm -hmm. what I'm asking for. And um, the last birthday, birthday party I'd had, nobody showed up to, you know. And so I just, you know, as a kid, that was, it was crushing. Sure. And then, um, but then my 16th birthday came around and I invited like two people because I figured if I only invite two and nobody comes, only two people aren't my friend. Yeah. So, but God filled my house with friends. That's and, awesome. um, and I realized, I remember saying a prayer to God at that moment. I said, God, I, I never knew you were one of my friends mm. because friends care about each other and they, mm -hmm. they come to your party, right? Yeah. And I realized that God came to my party that day and that just changed my life. It was a simple little thing, but that was my story. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I, I will include all these in the post as well, because the second one was powerful. And I remember um, I yeah. did watch it because I wanted to see, and I, 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 I you told the story of, of, you know, uh, your family and that was powerful. So I'll, I'll put both those in there as well. That'd be um, great. But the other thing too is, and, and so starting this podcast, you know, what's been incredible is just the network and the six degrees of Kevin Bacon that has happened. So <laughs> yeah. um, I had someone reach out to me, a friend, a veteran of the show, a veteran being on one time uh, of the show <laughs> was like, I think I can connect you with Danny Gokey. 
And oh, so cool. then I open your new book and I see Danny Goki. So I don't know <laughs> if it's meant to be that Danny Goki will be on Unscripted one day, but either way, there's another hey, chapter that has an incredibly you. powerful story, Danny yeah. Goki, um, just and hard. That's a, a, again, yeah. so I don't think that's the other thing I want to talk about. I am second, your books, everything. There's a theme and that is, it's not always pretty and it's hard. Right. And there's a raw and a roughness and, and all that to so many of the stories. And that's another connecting point, I think, is, is for people, again, as we said, if you introduce somebody to I am second, they're going to see that they're not coming in with everything's heart stars and, and rainbow. Right. Even a life of faith can be tough, whether it's you, you came from a toughness that brought you to a life of faith, or you have been a Christian your whole life, you're still going to face adversity. And here's Danny Goki, a, a contestant on American Idol. And, and his story is in there, right? Another one of those powerful yeah. stories. Very powerful story, you know, because uh, he kind of came from the church side of things, grew up in church and, and grew up believing that God can heal and God does heal. Not just that he can, but he does. Yeah. Um, and then he was faced with the reality of, of his wife, um, his wife um, dying. Right. And it was devastating because um, how do you process that if God loves us and is capable of healing people who are sick and dying and he doesn't what do we do with that yeah um and so that's a really important question it's a question that folks in the church and outside the church folks of all different backgrounds are asking of well what do you do with that and his story really has a profound answer to it um and it really rests on this idea of hope and that in this in this world it, there is hardship and there is things that are broken our trust is not in this world. It's not in everything here going right. It's whether or not at some point in the future, God will fix it. And, um, you know, I've had those conversations with God too. And I face something and I say, God, I, I, I you know, I've said these words. I say, God, I'm, I'm going to trust you here, but I'm looking at this scenario and I think it's a bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> like I've said that, right? Awesome. I say, I'm going to yep. trust you because... I, you, I'm sure you have a better one, but everything I'm looking at, this looks like a bad plan. Yeah. And I think that's what Danny Goki's really, if you had to, if you had, if I were to, I think if I were to summarize his words, that's what he looked at. He said, God, I, I don't know why you take my wife. That, that seems like a really bad plan. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, there's Crazy. a lot of things you could have done, God, that didn't seem like the best option. Yeah. But he walks us through on, on, um, on how powerful God can be in those moments and really ultimately how um, you don't just survive the ultimate loss like that, but you actually can grow stronger because of it. Not just uh, survive a relationship with God in that, but you actually get closer to God when those kind of things happen. Yeah, and that's that's the theme of the book. The, the book is just about love. And as you said, there's so there's, I think we covered two sections. How many sections total? There's three. And the last one is, is about friendship. Um, and the remarkable ways God shows up in our friends. It's a big yeah. category because most of our relationships are in the friend category. And the, yep. the, I'm not related to, married to, or wanting to be married to this person. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, one of my favorite stories, and I'll give you a little behind the scenes here. Um, I remember with um, is Stephen Baldwin. Uh, he's in this book, um, famous actor, um, mm -hmm. lots of great movies going all the way back to the 90s. And um, well, what a lot of people don't always know is that this guy really loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when we were putting together the first book, uh, I can't remember the process of which, why we picked which stories and not the other, but for some reason we didn't pick Stephen out Baldwin. And um, so I was really excited to have another book where his story was a great fit to it. Um, and that's this one here. Um, and he really found Jesus and through his, uh, like a live-in nanny housekeeper that came to the house. And um, and it shows you how God can work through relationships and really speak through people. That many times when God speaks, he's speaking, not he's not going to come out of the skies and talk to you. A lot of times he's going to talk to you through the Bible or going to speak to you through a mentor or a friend. Yep. And in this case, uh, this, they flew this lady up from uh, Stephen's, uh, his wife was from uh, Brazil, flew this lady up from Brazil to live in the house while they had some, their kids were young. And um, this lady um, didn't come to take care of their house. He, they, she told him this one day. 
which blew their minds because Stephen Baldwin and his wife were not, you know, they're not Jesus followers. Right. Right. And, and, and then one day their housekeeper, Nanny says, I'm not really here to take care of your house. And they say, well, why, why are you here? That's why we're paying you. That's why we have you here. Right. Her answer was really profound. Her answer was, well, uh, God just told me that one day you're going to follow Jesus and have a ministry to help other people follow Jesus. And I'm here to, I'm here to introduce you to Jesus. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. That she pushed off have the gall to say something like that. Right. Um, she's not even in her native country. I mean, how do you? Right. But it turns out she was right. And now he's out there and um, he loves Jesus. Yeah. He's still as crazy as ever, but he's crazy for Jesus now. And it's yeah. it's really amazing stories. That's incredible. And, and and there's so many great stories. It's just a great book. It's a great book. All of them are beginning to end. Everyone that you guys have put out are, are incredible. The stories are incredible. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So tell me again, the, the launch date, January? January 12th. We're going to hit January stores. January 12th. Now. And you can, uh, you can pre-order now. In fact, when you do pre-order, um, anyway, any, which is anytime until January 12th, it encourages bookstores to buy more books and Amazon to buy more books. So go nice. ahead and get that book out there. Um, and that lets the word get out a little faster. So Yeah. Well, and I think by the time this airs or that we actually put this out, we'll be into... 2021. So happy new year. Happy new year. That's right. <laughs> so um, it's a great all right, I have some rapid fire questions for your, uh, you'll be good just in time for your, um, uh, February themes of love. And, uh, I know there's going to be a lot of churches using this book for kind of uh, theming of their various things. And we got a discussion guide that goes with it. So uh, a lot of small groups will want to start their year with, with, uh, with this study, um, some, uh, uh finding love. I, Pardon my, no pun intended. I love that idea. I love that idea. I didn't put those two together because yeah. I was so focused on the fact that honestly, um, I think, and I think we'll still be probably through the grind of it. I know we got a, a vaccine coming and, you know, and right. everything's whatever, but I still, I'm still, I'm still really, really believing that this is an excellent resource. So if you want to get it before Valentine's Day. This is a great resource because I think so many people feel alone. And even people that are together in a quarantine situation probably feel alone because they're not getting that external someone that I don't see every day, whether it's yep. a, a coworker, a friend, a, a small group at church, uh, you know, wherever we find our community, we're not in it. We're not in our community. And, and I think this is a, there's great stories in here of people finding you know, really life-changing and, and truly life-changing love in, in a lot of three different sections, three different ways, three different areas in, in tough times, in, you know, different backgrounds. It's, it's just awesome, man. You guys did a really, really good job. Well, I appreciate that. I'm excited. I know there's a lot of people out there feeling lonely. They're looking for some purpose. And, yep. um, and um, I think this book is really going to help folks. Um, a lot of great stories in there. Um, whatever your background, you're going to find someone in here that, um, that speaks to you, to your life. Always any, and that's true. Even back to, I am second, you'll find that whatever your passion might be in life, you're going to probably find somebody that's an icon for you in that yeah. area, whether it's sports or music, as we've said a few times now. So, um, I will have all the links and I'll make sure I get all the links from you, the direct links that I need to get before get we, uh, and those will all be in the blog. And uh, all right, you got time for some rapid fire? I do. I don't know my Baldwin's is, um, you said it was Stephen Baldwin? Yes. So is his daughter the one that's married to Bieber? It sure is. Is Bieber an I am second guy? Well, we would love that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have any connection. I can't Bieber, if you're listening, we'd love for you to come on. <laughs> well, um, I no, don't I, know. I will say this. I have found. World, but. <laughs> yes, I, I found myself on his uh, Instagram feed more often than I would like to admit um, in that uh, I, I really do believe he, he knows and, and loves Jesus, yes. but he has the struggles like the rest of us. Um, yes. The main difference is everybody's looking at him and not yep. everybody's looking at me and you, Aaron. Um, and so, you know, everybody looks at him. And so when he has a mess up or a struggle, man, it's, you know, it's everywhere. Uh, Haley too. Uh, uh, she's great. Um, uh, we don't have direct con contact with her. But, um, but Stephen is her, Stephen Baldwin is her father. So yeah, that's in the family. So yep. um, and, uh, if ever, if ever our paths uh, meet up, we'd love to, love to connect. Well, if ever Justin listens to this 
lowly podcast in Ohio. Get on I Am Second, Justin. Come on, man. Help us out. No, I'm just kidding. That no, that's Aaron. the you six degrees it. of Justin Bieber now. I mean, that's right. Yeah, I got, we got to get right. him. He's the perfect guest. You said it. This He's the perfect guest. To, He's to me, Stephen, Haley Bieber. So there you go. We're only, you know, we're only four degrees off there. There you go. That's it. Next thing you know, Bieber, Bieber will be on, and and I'm a believer. My kids are so. Yeah. You know. Hey, it's um, all right. Sick. So next one, and you mentioned this. This is a really good one. So that leads me to my next one. Also, and and I I usually cover this. Uh, an underwritten rule of unscripted is if I ever ask you something that you can't answer, or don't, or aren't comfortable, you just say pass, and the yeah. the audience knows you can't answer it. How's our guy Josh Hamilton? He um honestly he's one of those stories i love to follow his story and um you know he's uh, had a very public battle with with drugs um and and uh, we're in the pittsburgh area pittsburgh has got a lot of drugs issues as well um and you know it really overcomes your life pretty quickly and it makes you do things you otherwise would never do yeah so how is josh he's in that battle right now yep um and um and he's gonna do stuff that he regrets but he's also He's also um, striving for it. You know, yep. he's um, he's working towards it. We're praying for him. We love him. And um, um, uh, I, I have confidence that what God has begun in him, he will complete. Absolutely. And I would echo the same thing. I don't know Josh Hamilton from anyone. He wouldn't know me if I ever walked by him on the street. But um, for some reason, I cheer for him. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's just maybe... Um, identifying with the struggle not i can't have i can't identify with the demons that that he fights sure. but i can identify with the struggle his is just, again it's like miley cyrus right it's yeah just public and, yep. and as you said the same with bieber um those guys are have professed their faith in a large platform but unfortunately with that comes a really bright spotlight and it's going to yep. show mistake you make and for that reason i've always had a, a i don't i don't want to call it a soft spot or something but for josh but every time i read an article where he 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 failed a little bit it my heart breaks and i i just i want to celebrate with josh one day i really do yeah. and i do believe he he i think he just battles demons that some of us will never understand yep yeah okay uh all right next one what's your favorite guest you've ever had on the white chair Oh, well, uh, first off, I'm going to say that answer that, that my answer on that changes every time somebody asks me. Yes, <laughs> All right. All but right. the one that probably comes back the most often is um, Brian Head Welch um, from Corn. Yep. Just a fantastic, dramatic story. Um, um, and we love that story so long, so much that we actually did like a full length documentary on him. Um, it, it's it's just powerful stuff and you know the thing i love about it most is you realize that even when god does really big things in your life it's not over right he's not done with you and 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 he's still got things to work through he gave this analogy of um sometimes our life with god is like a pumpkin and he's got to cut open the top and scoop mm. out all that junk and it's painful and it's messy but at the end he can put a light inside of you mm, wow wow and I love his story because I feel like he lives that. Yeah. And his is as raw as it comes. It, his defines, that's a great answer. Um, and I didn't know what you were going to say because I don't. There's so many. How do you pick <laughs> so one? That's what I thought my answer would be is how do you pick one? But but um, his is the the beauty of I Am Second and it's really raw and it's really rough. And the story isn't this prepackaged feel good on Sunday, you know, <laughs> but but yeah. it's, it's, it's our faith and it's the story. Yeah so many so that that's a great answer it's a really great answer have you ever do people really sign the back of the white chairs they do in fact we, we've got a couple chairs okay you know I'll let the secret out there's actually right. more than one chair okay, okay. One we have in nashville because we do a lot of film shoots there one's in dallas so we got but uh so the and there's actually uh uh, uh this is rare but we actually have a black chair as well when we were first starting i'm second we weren't sure if we we're going to go you wear white in a black seat or you wear black in a white seat. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you watch the early, one of our earliest films with uh, Jason Castro, who's in this book as well. Yes. His video, he's got it. The colors are reversed. White shirt with a black chair and he signed it. But all of them, yeah, they are signed on the back. We do sign them. So. <laughs> and so you have signed it twice? I, I've signed it. So there yeah. You go. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. 
Very cool. Well, man, I think that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I could probably rapid fire all day because I have a million questions, but I love <laughs> we'll I am second. Again, then. <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. You are, you are, everybody, every guest I have has an open invitation, but obviously you do as well because um, I'm just a fan of, of I am second. I'm a fan of the branding. I'm a friend of, I'm, I'm just a fan of everything you guys have done and, and all the books as we've talked about, everything you guys do and, and, Again, you know, we've I've praised this throughout this, and I, I genuinely mean it. I'm not trying to, you know, give, give, give <laughs> an easy review or anything like that. I really am a fan, as people have hopefully heard, and and um, um, I've been honored to to be on the site once with with a blog post, which was one of the, one of the greater moments for me. Uh, as That's a cool man, it was a kind of a big deal, and um, I'm just I'm honored, and I'm excited for where this book is going to go in the year ahead because we are absolutely in a place where people need to know they're loved and they're not alone. Um, yeah. They're absolutely cared yeah. for. Yep. Well, right back at you, Aaron. I'm a big fan of you. I've, I've, I've loved our interactions over the years and uh, I feel like this is the longest we've been able to hang out. So I feel like we've, uh, we've gone deeper in our relationship now. Absolutely. So absolutely. This has been fun. So yeah, let's for real do this again. Um, and we don't have to do it when I have another book out. We can do it before then. So anytime, um, anytime. Great, Maybe man. I'll come over to Pittsburgh when all the COVID's gone and, and we that can hang out great. at one of those awesome like rooftop restaurants downtown. Downtown. I love it. Yeah. And we can go get my brother's coffee. There and, you go. <laughs> uh, I've got a little farm I live on. So oh, that's awesome. So uh, I'll give you some. Uh, we'll have the best homegrown lamb burger you can have. How about that? Oh. That sounds amazing. It's, <laughs> do you have a ninja foodie girl? Uh, no, but hey, we can make it happen. So get one. I'm all telling. Right. You, first of all, watch the episode that I just posted with cooking with CJ. Yeah. Not trying to promote my own podcast. You got to watch. Go get a ninja foodie girl because they're on sale, and you can grill okay. the house. And if you can make lamb, you are gonna love. But you probably, have, I assume, you probably have a cooker and some other stuff that's really cool. You but, know, I, I, I've, uh, I do not have that. So okay. you've got me intrigued. Ninja Foodie Grill, go go Google it, get it on sale right now before Christmas. Well, actually, so when people see this, it'll have aired next year. Anyway, go get it, <laughs> get your Ninja Foodie Grill, follow Cooking with CJ, and we will uh, we will connect in the new year, man. God bless you. Thank God you for your you books. Too, Thank you for your friendship. And uh, I look forward to really where this book is going to go. Thank you for that. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. All right.